Faith is it's not an easy thing. And there are many aspects of our faith that our faith that they're hard to hold. They're hard to, to, to believe. And that's why we ask for the gift of faith and it and it comes from the Lord. But I think it can be uh, simplified for us to say, like, I mean, if I was there with Jesus, you know, and I saw him perform those miracles, you know, faith would be easier. It would be something that, you know, I was there. I know it. Our gospel today, this beautiful story of St. Thomas that we're all very familiar with, you know, it kind of shows that even for the apostles, it was hard. Even for the apostles, holding that a man can come out of the grave, it's not an easy thing to believe. And in that, we recognize, as so often is the case with these apostles, that we can really sort of take away the drama of what's going on. I mean, what would it have been like for Thomas to come back? I mean, he's thinking about betrayal and that image that is, yeah, that's it. If you ever had a betrayal in your life or you've betrayed somebody, it really sticks with you, even if it's like a small thing. I remember being back in high school, it was like right after I graduated, it was graduation season, and uh, you know, you go to like four or five different graduation parties each day, and I was going with a group of my friends and one of my good buddies, uh, being quite friendly with a girl. At the time, I thought I was going with another girl, and uh, I said something about it a couple days later, something I, I thought I saw kind of blew up in my face, you know, the whole drama of being 18 and who's dating who is just like the end of the world if you can't figure that out. And they, he called me up, he's like, why would you do that, man? Like, why would you, why would you betray me that way? And even as an 18 year old, pretty low stakes situation, I was like, oh my gosh, I ruined my friend's life. How could I have done that? I remember just it's sitting with me and weighing over me. And I, I bet we all have similar experiences to that. But for Thomas, he's still sitting with this. He left his Lord at the moment of his need. He died on the cross. He wasn't even there. And now he's starting to hear these rumblings. And he gets back and, and there's the guys. Like, Thomas, Jesus was here. And they must have been glowing. And for him in that moment to respond in the way that he did, you know, unless I put my fingers into his nail marks, unless I see the nail marks, put my hand in his side. That's a tense situation. There's some serious drama going on there. And then a few days later when our Lord comes back and Thomas is there, he shows him his hands. He shows him the wound in his side that we celebrate today on Divine Mercy Sunday where that blood and water came out. And Thomas goes, my Lord and my God. What a beautiful response. Because we do have tough things in our life. There are tough things to hold into our faith. It's not easy. But to be able to have that response. You know, we believe that, that God became man. If you don't struggle with that a little bit, then you're not thinking enough. We believe that, that heaven crashes onto earth every time we come to Mass and a piece of bread through some schmuck of a priest comes down onto the altar. 
That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, I remember being a big kid and the beauty, beautiful aspect of growing up in a Catholic family. You go to Mass, that's Jesus, it's Eucharist. Okay. The priest is the priest. He says the words, the bread becomes God. And then the bishop puts his hands on your head. All of a sudden, I'm the priest and I'm up there holding the bread. And it's just like, what do I even believe? That, that this is going to become God through me? Wow. So that's why every time I, I have these words on the tip of my tongue, I lift up that host, I lift up the chalice, my Lord and my God. It's the perfect statement. One of the absolute, unbelievable confessions of belief in, in all of sacred scripture. And for us, for us to be able to, to make that prayer, to say, my Lord and my God, you're essentially saying, Lord, I believe in you. If there's any part of my heart that does not believe in you, I surrender it to you. Lord, I love you. If there's any part of my heart that does not love you, I surrender it to you. So whether it's a struggle in our faith, a struggle in our family, whatever is just weighing us down right now, when the Lord comes into this room out of nowhere, the same way he did to the disciples, make that act of faith. Be like Thomas and say, my Lord and my God.